0: on this episode of the swearwolves podcast we'll be talking about things that give us the fucking creeps also we'll be talking about suspiria stephen king movies the good and the bad all this and more on the swearwolves To the Swear Wolves podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And this week is episode six. Six six six. Of son of the devil. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about things that give us the creeps. The fucking creeps. Ooh. In,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was
0: hard. It was hard. We I we we were discussing what. Well, what we were going to discuss and someone threw out what movies gave you the heebie-jeebies, the creeps, what movies had scenes that stayed with you for long periods of times. And I honestly couldn't think of one for the longest time. (laughs) I really couldn't like there's movies that I really like that I think are scary, but there's none. I was discussing this with my wife, of course. And she said, the exorcist, because that movie that's creeps her one. out to this day. Yeah, But I saw The Exorcist late in life, Yeah, and I was like, meh, it's all right. It's and good, it's but out, it didn't creep me out. It's actually on my list.
2: So I only have a couple, uh, old, a couple old ones and a couple new ones, but The Exorcist uh, is one for me, because I saw it when I was... Were you religious no, growing up? No, and I actually think um, that's part of why the movie gives me the creeps, is uh, without revealing my personal religious stuff, uh, I'm not a particularly religious person at all, um I guess I kind of just did reveal uh <laughs> without re- <laughs> revealing <laughs> well, it. There it is. Um but I you know I like to think I'm open to things and that movie just the concept of if something like that could happen that's fucking creepy. Uh so I found that movie uh, just gave me the willies um the scenes where there's like the little flashes on the screen and the little Captain Howdy demon face yeah. pops up on the screen uh, as a kid scared the shit out of me, it still gives me the creeps. Even when I watch that movie today, um, still haunts me and just makes me feel a little edgy. And, uh, if I'm moving around the house in the dark, like I'm going to (laughs) turn on the lights uh, after that movie. Um, and then I actually, uh, for work, uh, this is going back several years. I, I spent some time in Virginia. I was there for about a month. And while I was there on the weekends, I would drive around and go check out different places. And at one point I went down to Georgetown and I actually went and saw the house where they filmed the movie. Oh, that's or, cool. Yeah. So I and I actually walked down the steps. So at the end of the movie, the steps that uh, Father Karras goes down and you know dies. Yeah. Uh, I walked those steps, and it was a really rainy day, and it was a really oh. cold day. It was just before Christmas. And it still and looked it, the same. It's it was a little different because I think there was something that was built onto the house okay. um, that isn't there anymore. But it still looked relatively the same. Um, but I just remember as I was walking those steps, it's like I'm gonna slip and I'm gonna break my fucking neck and it's gonna be Ooh. the ultimate uh, ultimate horror fan Some irony. Bad juju. <laughs> and uh I just ha- remember having the Willies like the whole time I was there. So that movie definitely uh has stuck yeah. with
0: I, me. I like the movie. Yeah. I just don't it didn't it didn't creep me out. Right. It didn't stay with me. I was just like, Oh, that's cool. What about you, Alan? You got a movie?
3: Oh yeah, definitely. I have
0: one too, but yeah,
3: go ahead. Um Invasion of the Body Snatchers. The original? The Donald Sutherland? Yeah. Oh, the Donald Sutherland one? 78, I think it was, late 70s. I had seen this movie uh, a few years ago. It was the first time I've seen it. And what bothered me about this movie is just the subtle way of these aliens from another planet were infiltrating the human race. So it was, it, it, had, it gave me a creep factor. I, I can't really describe it. It wasn't necessarily scary. It was just the way the movie um, went along as you were introduced to these characters, and all of a sudden the character wasn't human anymore, but they still had the same uh, appearance.
0: Well, and then there's that creepy scene where they like scream. Like, isn't he like right? Isn't
3: Donald something like pointing yeah, and he's at the all end. yeah, yeah. But as the as the movie begins, uh, you're introduced to this couple, and uh, the wife and the husband. You know, they're a normal couple, but as as it goes on, the guy starts to change his. He's almost like emotionless and just kind of goes on about his day and has no really, uh, interaction with his wife and she's wondering what's going on. And then she meets with some friends and, you know, the same thing is happening to them. And, um, as the movie goes on, you start to realize something isn't right. And what's happening is these aliens, these pods are forming and they're taking these humans as they sleep and they're absorbing, um, basically all their qualities, all of their, memories everything and it leaves them into like a shriveled like nothing like mm-hmm. you know they they basically die and yeah. they're replaced with an alien version of them yeah so as the movie goes on humans are starting to basically be replaced by these alien visitors as they're taking over the planet and you know it's it's not the scariest movie but it it gave me the creeps. As and a kid,
2: did you think maybe that w- that could happen to you?
3: Well, as a
2: kid, I, I didn't watch it as a kid. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, it oh, was. I thought just, you said you did. No, it was just a few years ago oh. that I watched this movie. And so you were scared of this as a grown man? No, no, no. It's not. Jesus. It's not. <laughs> no, no. It's not scary. It's but creepy. It's creepy. No. It's it's okay. something. It's creepy to think. It stayed about. with you. Yeah, because it's it's something that. You're a
2: wuss. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you guys see Poltergeist as a kid? Yes. Because Poltergeist is one that made my list. And that movie uh, gave me the creeps.
0: When the guy rips his face off?
2: Yeah. And the oh, yeah. meat? Yeah, going and the, the, the clown, Um. the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That movie, I thought, it had a bunch of scary elements. And I saw that at a pretty young age. I was probably, uh, you know, I mentioned in an earlier episode, I saw The Thing. I was probably like eight or nine. And I was probably around the same age, too, the first time I saw Poltergeist. So I
0: saw Poltergeist probably right after it came out. Cause I was like in that age range. Like I was born in 77. Poltergeist came out in probably like 82. 82. So it was like five. I was probably, I probably saw it when I was six or seven. Cause it wasn't like rated R or anything.
2: Well, I think that was back in the day when they didn't even <clears throat> have PG 13. No. So that movie definitely would have been PG 13. I think today. Yeah. Um, and it did scare me,
0: but the stuff that gave me the creeps as a kid was, um, you guys know Adam Walsh,
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, John John, Walsh. John Walsh's uh, son. Yeah. So we were America's about Most the same Wanted. age. Yeah. Uh, John
0: Walsh, America's Most Wanted uh, host. His son, Adam, was kidnapped from a store. And I know this is real and it's probably going to be a downer. Sorry. Um, but he was kidnapped <laughs> and got murdered. And they found his head. And I remember hearing this. I had a cousin named Adam. And when I heard my parents talking about it, I thought they were talking about my cousin. Ooh. And so I was, like, really sad. But then I would sit and lay in my bed going, is someone going to come in and snatch me? So, like, more real stuff gave me the creeps. So this is going to bring me to what movie gave me the creeps. Um, When I was growing up, there was really popular movies called Faces of Death. Oh yeah, but those were all remake, uh, all like documentary. Well, it wasn't well, a documentary. It was, though. it was like footage. But I remember when it came like, out. No no, 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 it was
2: fake. It was fake. But I remember well, the, I'm thinking time, of the way, traces but the, of death. Well, yes. the way it was marketed was that it was real. And I remember it as a was, kid, like that was always the rumor. Like, oh, yeah. this is real. People. It was dying. banned in forty countries. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, none of it true. And it was all written, scripted. But yes, Alan, you're right. Traces of death. I saw Traces of Death one, and the one scene from that movie. That stuck with me, that gave me the creeps and still does, is the scene where our Bud Dwyer. Oh yeah. He who shot was himself. The treasurer for uh, the state treasurer for this uh Pennsylvania shot himself with a 357 on live on TV and it was broadcast, rebroadcast mm-hmm. on TV later. Yep. Um, he was convicted of bribery and he was going to lose his seat. They were asking him to step down. And he was like, "Fuck this! I'm not stepping down. I'm not leaving until I die." And in his press conference, he's like, "I'll die in office." And then he pulls out from an envelope a 357 and shoots himself. The camera, one of the cameras, it's, points right at him. It's crazy. Yeah. And the blood that flows from this guy's it comes nose, out his nose, yeah, is it's so the most grotesque thing. And after I saw that, I vowed to myself that I would never watch any like real stuff like that. So I remember like years ago there was a beheading that some that happened yeah. to somebody like over in Iraq or whatever. And people were like, Oh, you got to see this. I'm like, no, that's no, gross. No, no, I don't no. want to see that shit. I like horror movies. Yeah. I don't want to, but see I don't real like stuff. real stuff. I don't like bad things happening to people. Yeah. Like yeah. I like watching fake, fake shit happen. But the interesting thing is there was a song written about that guy. Faith called, no more songs. No, movie? no, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, uh, no. he man, I shot. Yeah. There. by filter. Yeah. Um, by the way, I know you're a big nine inch nails fan. Yeah. For the longest time, I thought that was Nine Inch Nails.
2: Well, you know what's funny? Little Nine Inch Nails trivia for you. Uh, Richard Patrick, the lead singer of Filter, was once a member of Nine Inch Nails. Okay, so I don't feel so bad. (laughs) Because I
0: told my wife, I go, isn't that Nine Inch Nails that sings it? And she's like,
2: no. He was her uh, touring guitarist, I think, uh, real early on. My
0: wife got so offended that I thought Nine Inch Nails sang that song. And I was like, well, David's the biggest Nine Inch Nails fan (laughs) I wonder if I should even mention this too. I want to
2: say he played guitar in like one song on one of their albums, but okay. I, yeah, I don't
0: know. If but it was. sounded to me yeah. like I'm not a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, but that song, Hey Man, Nice Shot sounded to me like a uh, There is a a song. song. Um,
2: there is a song by Faith No More called The World Is Yours that samples uh, that suicide the suicide. Ugh. Like there's a, it's real faint in the background, but you hear him like, uh, you know, he's like, he's you hear talking. people screaming and yeah, stuff yeah, and the chorus, don't shoot, don't the chorus it. of the song. And it's not Bud Dwyer's voice. It's, uh, it's Mike Patton singing it, but he says, this will hurt someone, oh, which is what Dwyer said
0: yes. right before he shot himself. So that's kind it's of like awful. the main
1: hook it's, of the song.
0: It's awful. And it gave me the heebie jeebies. It gave Bleah. me the chills. Like I couldn't do that, but I want to, I want to bring this back to like fictional movies. There was another movie that I saw that gave me the creeps. It's called the rapture and it's about like the end of the world. And at the end of the movie, it's like the apocalypse has come and this woman like denounces God because her kid has died. Her husband has died and she, and, and like her kid comes to her and it's like, no, come with me. Come with me. And she's like, no, no, God would ever allow this to happen to you. And so God's just like, hmm, I gave you a chance. And she's stuck on this Island by herself for the rest of eternity. And it scared the shit out of me. Cause I was like, Oh, uh, and I'm not a religious guy either, but at the time I was young and I saw this and I was re- more religious and it, it gave me the heebie jeebies.
2: It's yeah, creepy. Yeah. Um, I have a couple modern, uh, like just newer movies. Um, the conjuring, have you mm-hmm. see the conjuring, another religious, see, isn't that kind of religious? Um, I mean, it, deals with, it deals with a little bit of possession yeah. and ghosts. Um, I just found that movie to be like, The movies that scare me the most, the ones that stick with me tend to be atmospheric movies that don't necessarily have a whole lot of visual scares, but more of what's implied uh, and just like that creepy, eerie factor. But I thought that was one. Um, And then another one that I really like, and I think this is one that's kind of a polarizing movie because I also know a lot of people who thought it was terrible, um, but has almost no special effects and I found to be very effective was It Follows. Okay. yeah. No, Um, I, I saw that movie. It was it was good. And I just thought the concept of someone following you that you don't know and that sense of paranoia of always looking over your shoulder and wondering if there's somebody there. And that the the concept of the movie, the 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 thing that is following her never stops. You know, so you can sleep, you can get, you know, you can drive as far away as you want and it's just gonna keep coming. Yeah. Uh, and that I thought that movie was really creepy. Yeah. And the music in that movie, uh, which is done by um, Disaster Peace, uh, has a, just a really great haunting score that I, it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, early 80s John Carpenter esque mm-hmm. type stuff.
3: Yeah, very brooding soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other creep movies, Alan? Uh, yeah, I was going to say The Fog. Um, I saw that as a kid on, uh, I think it was. Monster Vision, and the ending where they're all in the church and uh, the pirates are coming to get them—the zombie pirates. <laughs> uh, so it was—I don't know—it was something creepy about watching that when I was a kid. I was definitely creeped out. Um, that was that was a very eerie movie. Yeah. Uh, very, very atmospheric. Yeah. Very dark. Um, and the part where uh, I think it's Father Joseph. I think it's I think his name is Joseph, but the the priest who was the lineage of the settlers who took who stole the gold um it it seems like he gets spared but then they come back and kill him anyways and that always kind of creeped me out when i was a kid
2: (laughs) the fog um the first time i saw it that was a movie i did not see when i was young so i was an adult the first time i saw it and i just bought it on dvd or something and i was watching it and um my dog who uh just barked a few minutes ago (laughs) so that'll probably be on here um she was sitting at my side and there's a scene where like there's a sign or something that breaks and it kind of hangs and it makes like a little squeaky like, and I remember when it happened, my dog was sitting next to me and just went ape shit and like her (laughs) head kept tilting like, like back and forth, like every little noise it made. Um, I thought it was weird that she started barking as you were talking about that movie.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because like, I don't know. I don't necessarily get creepy feelings from horror movies. Like I just enjoy them. You know, it's like somebody watching a comedy film or somebody watching an action film. Like when I watch a horror movie, I'm just like thrilled, you know, like not happy, thrilled, but just like thrilled. And and a lot of the imagery doesn't stay with me. It's just very select things. And, you know, we touched on it a little bit. Religious movies tend to be more creepy.
2: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: like we said, The Exorcist or The Rapture that I talked about um, earlier or... You know, any of these films that have to deal with like possession or, you know, the the prophecy, that movie with Christopher Walken, that movie kind of is like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's like the end of the world type yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but a movie that did not give me the creeps was Suspiria. <laughs> We're yeah, going to talk like that. about that. And that's a movie that... Uh, Let's talk about that yeah, right now. Because it
2: gives a lot of people the creeps, and I think no. we are three people who don't feel that way.
0: No. And as a matter of fact, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on this movie, but I'm going to flat out tell you, I did not like the movie.
2: I like Suspiria. <laughs> um, I do not love it, but um, I there's elements about it that I think are really, really cool. That oh, like. there's things that I like. But overall, but not do, I, do I think the is a good movie? I, I don't. I don't like the story or the plot. And I'm actually looking forward to the remake. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because um because I want to see I if they better. make it good. Yeah. <laughs> Alan, what are your it's, thoughts?
3: Um uh, it's actually it's regarded as Dario Argento's most popular movie. It's not my favorite. Um that happens to be Tenebrae. But with That's Dario Argento, uh his earlier films. I think his first film was the bird with the crystal plumage. And I think it was 69 or 68. It might might be 70, but, um, he's been around forever. Yeah. He's been around a while, but his films, his earlier stuff started off as like Hitchcock type thrillers and mysteries, uh, but with little more blood. But, uh, when he met his girlfriend, uh, Daria, Nicolodi, um, she kind of inspired more of a supernatural el- element in his movies. I prefer his mysteries. I, you know, I, I like Phenomena. It has a little supernatural in it. Um, I like Inferno. It's more of the same. Um, I like those movies better than Suspiria. But Suspiria still remains to be his one of his most so popular how come, movies. How come
0: all horror like geeks? regards Suspiria as being one of the best horror films of all time
3: I think what it is is uh the soundtrack for that movie is iconic um but it comes across as very colorful it's,
2: it's well let's talk about the color because visually it's a really stunning movie it is like, It it's looks stunning amazing. and
0: Dario Argento um, I was looking this up earlier. My wife actually pointed this out to me. He was quoted as saying he wanted to replicate the technicolor of Snow White. Right. Walt Disney Snow White. Yes. And I thought, well, as we were watching the movie... <laughs> I'd say
2: he was successful.
0: No, yeah. As we were watching the movie, I was like, wow, these colors are, are beautiful. What do they mean? And they didn't mean shit. Right. <laughs> so when it was red, it was just red to be red. When it was green, it was just green to be green. It wasn't like, well, when it's red, that means this person's going to die this way. Or when it's green, that means this person is going to die that way or survive or whatever. It was just red, green, and blue just to be bright red, green, and blue and to give it a uh, cartoony effect almost. And it was one of the last films ever filmed in Technicolor.
1: Mm-hmm. In mm. fact,
0: he used one of the last Technicolor cameras in Europe um, to film that. Uh, in 1978, they were going away from Technicolor and uh, he filmed it in Technicolor. So it, that that's kind of interesting. And I thought the cinematography um, was beautiful. And I thought the production value was beautiful. I just thought the plot and the story and the acting and the script were lame.
2: Yeah, the way it's shot reminds me a lot of Hitchcock's movies. Yeah. Um, like to your point, the cinematography, some of the yeah. angles that they used, very, I, very angle, very Hitchcock angles. I love all the colors. I didn't really pick up on the the lack of symbolism uh, stuff, but I I think all the reds and greens and blues uh, I thought enhanced it. And because uh, to your point, I would agree plot wise script wise acting wise that stuff didn't really pull me in what pulls me in when i when i do watch that movie and that's when i watch about once a year yeah. is always the the visuals hmm. um cuz it's just a neat movie to look at yeah the Europe- and the, and of course to Alan's point uh, also the score by goblin
3: yeah the europeans kind of have you know it's it's from 77 uh, so i mean it, it the acting is a little dated 78 right 77, uh, 77 i think
0: Oh, I thought it was the 40th anniversary
3: uh, last year. Uh, last oh year my was, god! But hey. um, <laughs> uh, no, the the so. acting is very uh, exaggerated. It's very uh, almost like stage performance. Um, so you know, I can recognize where the acting is a little off. Okay, so by, like today's standards.
0: But so if we're gonna talk about greatest horror films of all time, and people saying Suspiria in 1977. Well, what other movie came around? Came
3: out around that time,
2: Halloween. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead, Halloween '78.
3: I, I wouldn't call Suspiria one of the greatest horror films of all time. I wouldn't either. I would rank Tenebrae above. Suspiria. I would agree.
2: That's a good movie, but that's more uh, more jalo than like. Uh,
3: yeah, it still falls under the
2: you know the horror genre. I would. Yeah, say. Yeah, but that supernatural element. No, no, there's no supernatural. Yeah, that's element what I'm in, saying. In, yeah. Tenebrae, not really. No.
0: Now, Suspiria. But it's definitely Slasher. Suspiria was the first of a trilogy that Dario Argento planned about these witches, right? Uh, I believe, yes. So there was a second film, Inferno. uh, Inferno, that happened uh, in the 80s. And then the third film didn't come out until the 2000s. Right. Now,
3: Mother of Tears.
0: Yes. Now, the thing about Suspiria that I was kind of disappointed in was the fact that. We didn't know why these witches were doing what they were doing. This American girl comes. she's She wants to join the the greatest ballet school in Germany, in the world. And she comes from New York. She comes to Germany. Some weird shit starts happening. Um, they like, not poison her, but they keep her like kind of sedated and away from everybody. And And she's in her room and she's drinking this wine each night that's knocking her out. And then finally, like her friend goes missing, while well, dies. Oh, that was a creepy scene when the girl was oh, the, escaping and she falls on the razor wire.
3: Yeah, it definitely has its moments.
0: Yeah, um, but no, not the opening. The the later on oh, when yeah, the yeah, friend yeah. um is escaping right. and she escapes through the window. Yeah, yeah, and it leads into another room and she the, drops. The opening's into this pretty room. brutal too, though. It yes. is. It is. By the way, my six year old daughter watched that Uh-oh. with me, and she goes, "Did." What just happened to her? Uh-oh. And I was like, uh Oh, she's sleeping. She's that's and then and then she goes. She's just hanging around. She goes. Did they <laughs> did they make her into a puppet? Yes. And I go. Yes. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Good job. Um, yeah, I'm a good father. <laughs> um, regardless, so her friend goes missing, and then she's like, "Well, I'm going to investigate this," and she finds out where the lair for these witches are, and then like, not the head witch because the head witch is that old hag, but. <laughs> The the head of the school is in there. Yeah. And she's like, We gotta kill that American bitch. It's like, well, why the fuck didn't you kill her the last two weeks you've had her hold up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like what why? Why do you want to kill her? Like That's what like I wanna know why.
2: Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, like motives are are in short supply as far as explanations are concerned in this movie. They really yeah, don't get into my I think of visually
0: anything.
2: it was good. I think yeah production value um you
0: know the music i'm gonna leave that up to you guys i i like the music just fine the music was almost like a, another character in the in the film yeah it and be. it took away from some of the stuff that was happening because i was like oh i need to listen to this and i wish it I was could've. very
3: abundant
2: yeah
0: yeah and there's a lot of screaming and a lot of
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and it is kind of repetitive too i remember the first time i saw the movie i now I like the music, but I remember the first time I saw it, I found it distracting. It felt like it was the same motif yeah. over. Well, that's and over what I'm again. saying. It's like it's like something that's happening that I that I feel like I need to pay attention
0: to, but there's also something else happening that I need right. to pay attention to. Yeah. Um when the blind guy gets mauled by his dog that was kind of cool it's pretty fucked
2: up like that dog yeah he does a job yeah uh, really eats him real nice (laughs) man's best friend my ass yeah but it was just like like i said there's the opening scene that's pretty fucked up
0: there's the razor wire killing there's the dog mauling okay so it's like these three scenes but there's no story and And
2: that's what's lacking it's
0: like gore just to have gore and
2: the poor blind guy before his dog eats him uh Gets fired. So yeah, I, but why? A, and a why? Day. I didn't even understand why. And when why he they, gets fired, like he called, he's like, You bitch. <laughs> yeah, but why did that bitch fire him? Yeah. Because uh his dog
3: they showed a scene where, yeah. the, dog bit where somebody, the maid right? and the boy yeah. are walking, and they see the dog, and, and they're the, planning something. Yeah. But you don't see what happens. No. All you hear about is the dog attacking the boy, supposedly. Oh. So that's why they get that's rid That's where
0: I got lost, because I was like, why did they fire him? The dog didn't do it's,
3: shit. It's it's a movie that took me a second viewing to catch some things. Um, I want to know about that boy, because you know that boy isn't a boy. He's like a man well,
0: who, well, not a man, but he's like older than what he is. That's what I got.
3: Sometimes he's bro, not the nephew. Sometimes with these movies, not everything is explained to us. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's just left to the imagination. Yeah. Like, we don't know why Michael Myers is the way he is, you know. I,
0: I Okay. I get that. But again, like in this film, I felt sometimes, like I needed yeah, something some, more. Sometimes you need yeah. to go there. Or at, least, I, I at, at, least needed, at least
2: explain a little bit. Yeah. I needed something
0: more than than what was given to me. Yeah,
3: and, and and I see your point. It's it's not my favorite Argento. I don't even think I would put it in my top five.
2: You no, know I that was weird. Um, and correct me if maybe there was an explanation, but that dog was a seeing eye dog, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Why did he not bring the dog into his job? Like he left the dog outside, which I found strange. Like, if you have a seeing eye dog, wouldn't you bring the dog with you indoors? I think
3: uh, he, that was his place of work. I think he may have been familiar with it. Um, you know, he was only there to play the piano. I guess so.
2: But I mean, if you're working like a nine to five, you're like, all right, dog, you hang out here for the next eight hours. I'll see you. Yeah. See you in a little bit. Just hang here. Don't don't bite anybody. Don't I don't he, know. Maybe things are different. Don't, don't, get, don't get me fired. He won't see him in a little bit. oh Oh, man yeah that's a good that's a good point i'll see you never i'll see you never Hmm.
1: but uh something to mention
3: uh (laughs) uh claudio simonetti one of the band members original band members of goblin uh he has a new lineup uh his version of goblin uh they're currently on tour uh so they'll be playing at the marquee
2: theater They'll be here in Phoenix, but they're playing all across the country. So if yeah. you're listening from other it, places, check it them out. It is
0: kind of interesting, and it is kind of intriguing. And they're to, gonna they're gonna, to gonna go per- down there and, and listen to them do a live score. Yeah, they're gonna
2: It'd, score play the score of the movie as the movie plays on screen. That would be interesting. It's gonna yeah. be neat. I'm looking forward. to it. Have you seen it. them before? I
3: saw four of the five original members. So he's the fifth member. Uh, but four, the other four members did a tour of their own. Uh they've done about uh, 3 or 4 tours in the last so
1: five, they're like 5 or 6 years. They're like the
0: Temptations like no one owns the name. They can just go out and say we're the Temptation. Yeah, so Goblin. So
3: there's Goblin and then there's Simonetti's Goblin. So I mean they they came to an agreement.
1: Can night. I start
0: one?
2: Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Brett's Goblin. Brett's oh. <laughs> oh, this sounds like the name of like an adult film. Or like what's yeah, my penis. What's what's Brett what's Brett Goblin today? Um, it's like mm. Pumpkinhead? <laughs> my penis
0: is alive. <laughs> Brett's Goblin. Oh, gross. Oh, that is gross. Um, all right. So Suspiria, if you had to give it heads, Jason Voorhees mom's heads, out of five. Yeah, out of five.
3: Uh, I, go, I go
0: three. I go three and a half. I go two. Yeah. Ooh, I'm giving it low. Top I'm sorry. I I give it two stars for visuals.
2: Yeah, the visuals, That's music. It. Um, yeah. But, um, I, I'm, story, I'm sorry
0: mm-hmm. to all these Suspiria fans. And if you're a Suspiria fan and you want to convince me, maybe I do need to watch the movie again. Maybe I need to watch the Blu-ray. Maybe I need to go see Goblin
3: if, and appreciate.
0: Maybe I need to watch other Argento films someone, too, because this is the only.
3: I would say, yeah, if someone has never seen a Dario Argento movie, I would not start with Suspiria.
0: See, and yeah. that's what bugs me, because like everybody I've ever read about or talk, right. talked to says, Watch *Spiria*. It's yeah. great. It's, I like. it's visually <laughs> Why? stunning.
2: Why? But I think Tanebrae and um, I think Deep Red. Is Deep Red is All fantastic.
0: Right. All right. So yes. I'll have to watch some other Argento films. But moving on from there, films that I have seen are movies based on Stephen King novels.
2: Have you guys ever read a Stephen King novel? I tried to um back this is probably ju- this is probably like junior high or I high school. I think everybody's school. got the
0: I tried to I, read yeah, it. Yeah, and I need
2: to try again cuz as I've gotten older obviously I feel like I'm I don't know am pa- a more patient person but I remember as a kid trying to read one and I don't remember what it was but I felt like he spent like a oh, you know 10 pages describing someone's pair of pants or something yeah, and I was like yeah. no I can't do this and he I just is- stopped. I don't even remember what book it was but I couldn't do it. I tried reading it. And that book was over a thousand pages.
0: Yeah. movie's <laughs> three hours over three hours. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But um, I've read uh, some of the short stories. I've read uh, The Long Walk, which I th- would highly recommend. It's not a horror short uh, horror story, but The Long Walk. I read uh, Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. And I read The Body, which is what Stand By Me is based on. So I read a lot of the ones that aren't horror um, I tried to read it, and I got about a hundred pages in, and I was like, "I'm done.
1: I'm done <laughs> tapping out."
0: Because again, uh, to David's point, it's a lot of there's backstory to the backstory, mm-hmm. yeah. And how the guy can write? I mean, I give props where props are due. He's a great author, probably one of the greatest American authors ever. But he can spill out books. I mean, he must have
2: made a deal with the devil, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, guy's pro- he's prolific for sure. Yeah.
0: Alan, do you ever read a Stephen King novel? No. Do you ever try? No. (laughs) I
2: I don't have the time. Yeah. um, There's a new uh, Netflix movie. I think it's called 1922. That was on my list, actually. Have you read that?
0: Uh, I never read it, but I watched the Netflix movie. Was it good? I actually really enjoyed it.
2: Because going back to the Bud Dwyer, uh, (laughs) Faith No More thing, Mike Patton of Faith No More uh, did the score to that movie. and And I've wanted to watch it. I'm a big Patton fan. Um, um, but I, I still need to check it out. Yeah.
0: My wife and I watched it. We really dug it. It is, uh, it is good. It's eh, not creepy, but there is some creepy elements to it. And there's some, uh, I would definitely put it in the good category of Stephen King films. Awesome. What's your favorite,
2: out. uh, what's your favorite
0: Stephen King movie, Alan?
3: Uh, well, I would probably say Carrie. That's um, a good one. Yeah. I like Carrie. Um, you know, you watch that movie and you kind of know what's going to happen. And when you get to the prom scene, you know, as I watch it, I've seen it before. And and when, to this day, when I still watch it, I'm like, you know, I don't want it to happen. Please don't let it happen to her. Because <laughs> you feel so bad for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but once it happens, it's like, all right, time to raise some hell. Like, you know, <laughs> don't you feel
0: don't you feel like. Don't you feel like you're almost empathetic with her because Oh, absolutely. Like I feel a lot of the stuff that she goes through. <laughs> maybe I nef- didn't necessarily
2: go through the same No, no but things. you can but you can empathize like yeah. what it's like to feel like an outsider and, and be, bullied. To be bullied and made fun of. Totally. When, like
3: whenever I watch it, I think back to high school and I and I think of girls that I knew in high school that that sat alone or sat, you know, with one or two people and then you had all the cliques in the lunchroom, you know. And they weren't necessarily picked on, but you know there was something about them. But they were
2: still outsiders. They
3: were, yeah, they were yeah. outcasts, outsiders. You know, and, and I hung out with a lot of those kids, and you know, a lot of those kids were really cool. But did you ever have that?
0: Uh, and I'm sure there's there's guy versions of this, but for me, there was there was this girl in high school who I thought was beautiful. Oh yeah, but she was not popular. Yeah, and she was an outcast. And I thought she was prettier than the most popular cheerleader that we had. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like,
1: uh,
0: like, uh, you know, and, and, you know, through Facebook or, or, or connecting with people over the years, like she has a very successful life and she has all this stuff going for her and all the popular cheerleaders. Yeah. yeah. I was say, Maybe yeah, not she's, so much. she's all their bosses now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like, yeah, we've all got, like, and there's probably people. the guy version of that too. Like this guy, that, that girls, it's probably me. Um, That girls wanted to date, but they just couldn't because he was such a nerd. (laughs) It definitely is me. I think it was me too. (laughs) So Carrie is a definite, uh, a a good, uh, a good film. Sissy Spacek gives such a good performance, huh? She really does. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah. Um, What about you, David? You have a favorite Stephen King? I do. uh, And it's, I feel like it's the obvious, uh, but The Shining. Yeah. And, And I know he wasn't, and I think he's come around a little bit. Uh, but I know he wasn't originally a fan of Kubrick's version of it. Um, I really like The Shining. I, I'm a big Kubrick fan uh, yeah. just in general, but the way the movie is shot, um, I think I think it's actually a good movie. Uh, we're talking about Suspiria earlier. Um, visually, oh. kind, there's, there's some similarities there. At least I feel like Argento might have been, I don't know if he was inspired at all by Kubrick. Kubrick does it a thousand times better. <laughs> um, let's be very clear about that. <laughs> Um, but just like the use of color and, you know, some of these wide symbolism. Yeah. Um, Kubrick doesn't make a mistake. Yeah. Let's just um, put it that way. But the shining, I really like, it's a long movie. It's a, it's a slow paced movie. And I, and I like that. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a slow burner for sure. And I remember the first time I saw the shining, I thought it was boring. Uh, and that's a movie now it's a staple. I watch it all. I I watch it every year, at least once. Can I, Um, but I love it. Can I ask you a question about the shining? Yeah.
0: What does the ending mean? Like, oh, the final shot with the, the um, ending. What is the ending? Are you talking
2: about with the photo? Yeah. I, it almost, I guess it's like he was always there. Like he was always a part of the hotel. Like, yeah, do I think he was actually there in the past? I don't know. I, I don't really understand. I'm not going to pretend <laughs> to understand the way the movie ends. I wonder how um, the book ends because the book doesn't end that way.
0: No. I think that was a, a Kubrick decision. Um, but I do like it. I did think you it's, did I you watch cool. the Steven Weber? I did not. Made for TV one because apparently that one was closer to the novel.
2: Yeah, mm. but I also heard it wasn't very good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. It's um,
0: Stephen Weber.
3: <laughs> I loved Wings. Yeah, but Chris, not. Christine's another good one. I love Christine. Christine
0: was one of the earlier uh, horror movies that I ever remember seeing. I remember my sister's friend came over with a couple of VHS movies and we watched, uh, Christine was one of them. Yeah. And I was expecting it to be like a slasher. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was Christine. It was a killer car, a possessed car. And I almost want to read the book because what, and I haven't seen the movie in a while. Did you watch this the other day? Yes. Okay. So let me ask you a couple questions about Christine. What was it possessed with? The spirit of its old owner
3: we don't know i don't, yeah i don't think that was ever we, addressed yeah you know at least not in the movie i okay. like the fact that we don't know okay um
0: john carpenter directed this by the way so yeah, we'll
2: yeah. blow him
1: some
3: more um <laughs> it does show
2: you because we always do yeah and the score is really good so yeah just yeah <laughs> it, it's a Carpenter all
3: Fest. all it does is take you back to 57 1957 Detroit on the assembly line. Okay. And they show you it they show you the car on the assembly line. It's a Plymouth Fury, right? Uh, yes. so we don't know why. We don't know why. So something there's something there has to be
0: something on the book. Yeah, probably. King would not just say, "Oh, this car is possessed." Yeah, he King would have go spent He lots would be like lots of pages this metal was it. discovered by
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: some celtic warriors in, back on, in,
2: on an ancient yeah. burial ground yeah. Yeah. or something yeah
3: so they had know, something i, I kind of like that we don't know yeah and it just kind of you know takes you right into the story starting with it you know on the assembly line but, but i oh, go ahead well uh something about this movie um i thought it was very romantic well i okay
0: okay now i'm not gonna say anything explain is there a well, deleted scene involving the tailpipe? Well, no, but
3: just the connection between Arnie and the car. Just
0: you think it was a romantic relationship? Why did he call it Christine? Yeah, he had that he had a the, connection with the car. Was, like, he, had, he loved the, that car. Just the
3: connection with the car, and it doesn't have to be. You know, connections don't have to be in a physical way. No, I it I was. Understand. You know what I mean? Like it, it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It, uh, but why did he call it Christine? That was because the uh, the guy who sold him the car told him her name is Christine, Ooh. and they they treated it as. So who was the guy who sold him the car? He was the brother of the original owner, who ended up killing himself. He took he hooked up he hooked up a hose to the tailpipe. I think I think that's what they said, and and he ended up you know killing himself with uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. Huh. But the the old man was also telling, uh, Arnie's friend, uh, because Arnie's friend didn't want him to buy the car. Arnie was just absolutely infatuated with this car. He ended up buying it. And then the friend went back to the old man. He's like, Hey, like, you know, he shouldn't have bought that car. Why would you do that? You know? And you know, the guy's like, you don't know shit kid. And the the guy starts <laughs> telling him about, you know, about the car yeah, and about the previous owner and how his five-year-old daughter died in the car and his wife ended up dying and it was all under mysterious circumstances. And so... As, oh,
0: so like the car was jealous of the women in his life.
3: Yeah, or yeah, basically, you know... And killed them. Only yeah. attached but to the He's like, please sell me owner. this car. Yeah. I'm,
2: I simply must have it. Oh, yeah. So
3: as the movie went on, Arnie started changing. Started, well, that's what I was going to get yeah. to was
0: Arnie... To go along another Stephen King trope, Arnie was a nerd. yeah. He wasn't really that popular and then as
3: he developed an attitude he,
0: he gets a con- the
2: car gives him confidence yeah. and right. he feels empowered and emboldened but and, then yeah. he feels he turns like, into a real piece of shit yeah, yeah
0: he's a dick and he you know really gets possessive
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: not only of the car but of
2: like and he thinks everyone is jealous yeah, yeah everybody's
0: jealous of him his best friend is now all of a sudden yeah. jealous of him because the car the the car really plays a a psychological role on him. And is the car possessed or is it just Arnie going mad? You know, that's a good question, right? right. Does Arnie just go mad over the car and he sees this or is the car really possessed? You know, it's, it's an interesting question. And, and, you know, we, we always talk about this when you start talking about theories, that means it's a good film.
2: Did did either of you see the, um, a couple of years ago, Carpenter did an updated like music video, Mm-hmm. of Christine uh theme and there's like a new music video that has the car in it and there's a like a new girl and uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's only like maybe three and a half, four minutes. It's real short, Yeah. Um, but it's cool. And then Carpenter's got a cameo like at the end, like he opens the door and I think he's in it if I remember yeah. correctly. Nice. Oh, I to, th- yeah, I think I see You have, to, yeah, post it's, it's you have cool. to post that. It's cool. You have to post a link to that on our website.
3: Yeah. yeah but um, I, I will say
2: this really quick about
3: yeah. Christine. Uh, it's It's not my favorite Carpenter movie, but it's one of my favorite soundtracks. Yeah, very good. And and he closed his, uh, Dave, you were at the show, he closed his concert with uh, the performance of Christine. I think that was the best song he could close That's with. That's right. You
2: were at that show too, right? Yeah. We were both there? Yeah. yeah. That was a really cool show. So yeah, Carpenter did a tour, it was what, a couple years ago? Yeah. Yeah, it was the night the Cleveland Cavaliers won <laughs> the NBA Finals because I remember listening to the <laughs> end of the game in my car and then when the game was over, I was like, all right, and then I went in and, uh, yeah. and watched the show. That was a really cool show. Yeah cool. (laughs) I wasn't there. It was awesome. Um,
0: so a couple of Stephen King films that I really like, I really like it. The miniseries. I don't like the new it. You didn't like the new one?
3: No, I haven't seen it. I I liked it. Was it good? I thought it was good. Yeah. Was it better than the original? No. Uh, No. Brett says no. Dave is undecided.
2: I, I, I want to say yes. I, I actually really liked it.
0: See, this is where our bromance ended. I'll I'll, (laughs) I'll tell you guys about it.
2: Brett, go
3: ahead. I'll I'll tell you guys something about it,
0: though. I really like the miniseries, and maybe it was that time in my life where the kids were my age um, when it was on because I was about 12, 13 years old when it aired, and that's how old those kids were in the movie. And I don't know. It just... I really thought Hmm. it was one of the better miniseries. On at the time that's what we had back back in the right. late 80s yeah, no, early 90s it's, it's and the new movie not that not that it was necessarily bad i just really like i like tim curry as pennywise more so than the new pennywise and i like the kids oh I like the kids from the new one too
2: it's funny I like the kids in the new one but I would agree I think Tim Curry is the superior Pennywise yeah
0: I thought this Pennywise was just too too much
2: and to be honest with you I don't even know if it was necessarily the actor or even like the makeup or like the the teeth were kind of I think the makeup yeah yeah I think it was the makeup I thought thought the teeth in particular I thought were kind of strange
0: yeah but I really like the miniseries I Mm -hmm. really do Alan you watched this last night
3: didn't you or this morning Uh, this morning. Yeah. (laughs) You watched the whole thing. Yeah. That's what I said to him. We were were driving (laughs) up up here. Are you exhausted? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I said, that's four
0: hours long. Yeah. No shit.
3: It's, you know what? Um, I've, I've read a lot about it over the years. Had you never seen it? I had only seen parts of it, but I I had never seen it all the way through. Well, it's like Stephen King's it. it. I've seen it. It, 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 um, no, uh, it 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 had always been regarded as like such a great movie and so scary and all this stuff. When I watched it all the way through, I was kind of waiting for it to end. Well, it's not scary. It's not scary, but Tim Curry is creepy. He's creepy.
2: When he when he gets poor Georgie at the beginning.
3: Yeah. 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 That's poor Georgie. It's more sad though. Yeah, it is sad. It's a
2: little more brutal in the the new one. Yeah. yeah. It's very
3: very, brutal. I could imagine. Yeah. But yeah, you know, 1990, you know, maybe people then, you know, thought it was scary. Yeah, but now I don't think it stands the test of time. I mean, again, it's
0: a it's a made for TV yeah mini series, right? So it was it was a two night event, and it was it it was just it was good for what it was. But again, I enjoy that version of Stephen King's yeah. Hit more than the new one now they're making a second part to it because there's a second part yep. to the story when mm-hmm. they're all older and they come back to dairy it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah. yeah in that and who they get cast uh to be because i again i thought the kids did a, a good job yeah uh in the in the
3: new one i i thought in the original some parts kind of dragged on um you know some of that some of the acting was a little you know over the top well the adult acting yes yes you know the kids were great the, um, the kids
2: made it and the kids yeah. are really good in the new one yeah. yeah
0: but
3: you know just some of the scenes where
0: well you got fucking john boy walton as the main <laughs> character you got uh, john ritter rip you got uh who else is in there like i said tim curry does a great job as Pennywise. um harry anderson as Harry Anderson,
3: <laughs> right. rest in peace.
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah.
3: yeah, he, he did die.
1: Too.
2: Yep. Uh, now
0: you're <laughs> oh, now you just saddened me. This is a well, sad episode. No. This is a sad episode. Let's talk about something more fun. Another Stephen King movie I liked.
2: Misery. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I was actually looking oh. at my list and was like, oh man, I should have mentioned Misery. Misery's great. God, yeah. it was on. TV
0: not that long ago my wife and I were watching it and it was right at the part where she breaks his fucking ankles. with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Oh my oh. god oh. it's, it's
2: such, such a good movie. It's a great movie. Kathy Bates, Kathy Bates James Con, James great. well like Just a yeah. great movie.
0: I mean that's the cast, right? Well, and then there's the old guy who's the sheriff who does a phenomenal job. Uh um, I can't remember his name. That's just
2: a great, great movie. Uh
0: but Kathy Bates obviously deserved the Oscar for that one, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Have
2: you guys seen the uh it's like a viral video of a woman that goes into a bookstore, and she's demanding a book written by James Con's character. Can't <laughs> um, but she does the whole Kathy Bates spiel. Uh, but what's know. really funny, and it just goes to how fucking dumb people are on the internet, is like how this has become a thing of like all people reposting of like, oh look at this crazy, unreasonable, insane lady at a bookstore. It's like, it's a joke. It's a like, joke. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> um, Pet Cemetery. I like Pet Cemetery as well. Yeah. That scene where the kid. Slices, oh my God. slices
0: Fred Gwynn's uh, Achilles uh, oh, tendon.
2: Yeah. Awful. Ugh. That's a good
0: movie. <laughs> um,
2: what about Creepshow, the Creepshow movies? Yes. Creepshow 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, by the way,
0: Creepshow 1, Creepshow 2, and Tales from the Dark Side. Right. They always regard Tales from the Dark Side as being the third Creepshow movie because hmm. basically it should have been. Hmm. But they decided to call it Tales from the Dark Side, I guess based on the success of the TV show. But um, really, I believe it was Savini who did Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, Romero didn't work on that? No, but Stephen King, I believe, wrote one of the we stories. We did all three, I think. I think right?
2: Did he write all st- yeah. yeah. He wrote, he wrote one creep show. No, and-
0: in Tales went- from the Dark Side, he did one of the stories. Oh, one of the stories. Yeah. Yeah. And and Stephen King always regards it as the third in the creep shows. But anyway, <laughs> creep show one and two love those movies. Right.
2: Yeah, I love what's both your films. favorite
0: story in creep shows? I like the crate.
2: Th- oh actually, no, no, no. I Adrian like Barbo? The Ted Danson one's pretty yes. good too. Leslie Nielsen? Ted yeah, yeah 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 seeing the, Leslie the beach yeah seeing leslie
3: nielsen is like a, a, a bad guy yeah. like just a villain like you know something of he did such a great job my Pre, favorite credit union uh yeah commercial <laughs> <R. Leslie laughs>
0: you know he was in scary uh, movie really three good. and four that's
2: right <laughs> um <laughs> uh, some uh, people didn't know that yeah. but the crate with adrian barbeau yeah that was really cool that too. was great um, too i like my the, favorite um, oh go ahead my favorite is the blob that's out in the water. Uh, that, that's actually the one I was going to mention. Oh. Did you know that was filmed here in, it? in Arizona? Which um, it's some lake up north, uh, or actually like more like a reservoir. Or one like of a our pond few bodies of water. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of water here in the <laughs> desert, but uh, up, uh, up north, uh, yeah, I believe that was actually shot uh, in Arizona. The thing
0: I remember, that's in Creepshow 2. The thing I remember about it is my sisters were on the floor laying down watching this movie. I was on the couch, and my parents were out for the night. We rented this movie. And, uh, spoiler alert, but there's like this blob of, it almost looks like an,
2: almost like an oil stain. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Like an oil slick out there. Yeah. Yeah. And it slowly comes towards this group of teens who are out there like skinny dipping or swimming or whatever. And it kills one by one, kills all of them. Well, there's two teens left and the guy basically sacrifices the girl. And he swims <laughs> for the shore, and he gets to the shore, and he's like, I beat you, motherfucker. <laughs> and right as he says that, the motherfucking blob comes out of the water and, like, gets him. Yeah. When that thing jumps out of the water, my sisters must have jumped
2: three feet in the air, and they <laughs> screamed so loud, and I laughed my ass off. Slightly off subject, but you know what my favorite I, I beat you line is? Is uh, It's from Drag Me to Hell. Do you remember when she, like, digs up the lady at the end? And then she like gives her back the coin or whatever. She's uh-huh. like, I'll beat you, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, I love that.
0: Um, not Steven. Creepshow Sh- Creep one and two were on my list. You know what else was on my list? <clears throat> hmm. The mist. Did you ever see that one? I haven't seen the mist. I've seen parts of it. I have not seen well, the movie. So have you seen the end? I don't think so. Oh, can I spoil it? Go ahead. All right. So there's this fucking mist. <laughs>
2: and the people get missed.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's this mist that that envelops this town and there's like these creatures inside of this fucking mist and they're like caught in this grocery store.
1: Yeah.
2: And they're fighting
0: these creatures or whatever. And eh, it's kind of good whatever. Anyway, so this dude like starts driving away with his kid and he's like we're we're fucked. So he's going to kill his kid and kill himself. And he kills his kid. Jesus. And right before he kills himself, like the mist dissipates and the like emergency forces like come and they save him.
2: That's pretty fucked up. It's really fucked up. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> because awful. I just killed my kid. Yeah.
0: I just killed so- my kid. That brings sorry. me back to the rapture, actually, because <laughs> in the rapture... That's what happens. She kills her kid. yeah, And then she's like, fuck you, God. And then God's (laughs) like, I'll give you another chance. And Uh she's like, fuck you, God. And then she's out on that fucking island by herself. (laughs) It's Virginia Madsen, by the way. Uh, That's the actress who's in that movie. It's Virginia Madsen and and David. Uh, Is it Virginia Madsen? Now I'm second guessing myself. Oh, man. (laughs) Let's just say it's Virginia Madsen. Is it Michael Madsen's sister? Sister, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. It's Virginia Madsen and David Duchovny. God, I'm totally wrong. It's not Virginia Madsen. You nope. know who it is? Who? who? was married to Tom Cruise before Nicole um, Kidman? Kidman. Ooh. It's uh, that chick. Mimi Rogers. Mimi uh, Rogers. That's who it was. Not Virginia Madsen. God, I apologize to both those actresses. <laughs> not that either one is better than the other, but it was Mimi Rogers and David Duchovny in the movie The Rapture. And Mimi Rogers is the one who says, fuck you, God. And she's <laughs> stuck on the island forever. Oh, Moving right along. Uh we talked about it. We talked about misery. We talked about Pet Cemetery and Gage being the fucking creepiest. You know what else is creepy in that movie? Hmm. The aunt or the sister of the um the wife who has got like scoliosis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or
2: whatever she's got,
0: spinal bifida. The
2: movie's got uh Herman Munster in it, too, right? Yeah, Fred Gwynne. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: The Shining Carrie Christine Cujo. Any thoughts on that? I thought that movie it's was it's been too shitty. long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh my wife. Wrote down for me *Silver Bullet* because she really loves that movie. It's Corey, that Corey Haim. Haim, right in a wheelchair. Yeah, and it's a va- it's not a vampire, a werewolf, werewolf movie. movie. Uh, I don't remember that movie very
2: well, but I remember liking it.
0: They shoot the dude in the eye, and then they shoot the werewolf in the eye, and then he comes back and. He's a human, and he doesn't have an eye. It's like, oh, I wonder if I just, he's the werewolf.
2: I just remember I went through a werewolf phase where I watched like <laughs> <laughs> We all go were, try- we're all young, we go, you know, Try new things. You go through your werewolf phase. Uh, you know. You watch Teen Wolf yeah, all the time. You know, like, yeah, you're like you know, like Teen Wolf 2. You know. David didn't watch it, he lived it. I, mm-hmm, I, I Was out there. A Doing, doing handstands on vans and shit. Doing backflip. Hanging NBA out with guys jam, named dunks. Styles. Just bought a bunch of dating spirit. chicks named Boof. Boof. Just bought a bunch of spirit gum. <laughs> blue, blue fake no, I just remember watching like uh, you know American Werewolf in London. Yeah, and um, the Howling and Silver Bullet, kind of all around the same time. And yeah, I just Michael remember, Jackson's Thriller. And, yeah, and I just remember Silver Bullet. And even though I enjoyed it, it was it was at the bottom of that list. Yeah, oh. of course. Yeah, um, a, a movie that. A movie that I really enjoyed
0: when I was growing up was *Children of the Corn*, and I watched it after I was not a kid. When I was older, yeah, I, I saw was like, it. I was older too. Holy shit, this movie sucks. I, say, I do not, I do not like *Children of the <laughs> but Corn*. But when I was a kid, that movie scared the bejesus out of me. Uh, Linda Hamilton stars in that, and then and Christopher Chris Reeve. Christopher Reeve, isn't it? Yeah. No. It's not Christopher. Isn't Reece. Christopher even that? No. Oh, that's Children of the Damned. No, that's Village oh, of the Village Damned. Oh, the Village, Village, Village of the Damned. Village of the Damned. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Linda Hamilton. Hey, we're not perfect. Hey. Yeah, you guys definitely aren't perfect. The guy <laughs> in it, I, I forget who the guy is, but it's somebody and it'll come to me. But uh, it's Virginia Madsen. Yeah. <laughs> Mimi Rogers. <It's> Mimi Rogers. <laughs> it's it's
2: Fred Rogers. We're not perfect. Mr. Rogers. It's Herman Munster.
0: Uh, no uh it's malachi it's uh the kid
2: from the burbs hans it's It's pinocchio (laughs) where are you where are you going going? Uh, slips and dog shit what's that kid's
0: name again (laughs) courtney Gaines. Gaines. um he plays malachi oh he's creepy and then there's job the the children job and malachi are really creepy but those
3: are biblical names too well it's all that's the Mm -hmm. whole thing
0: yeah is it's this biblical town where the kids like actually killed all the adults. And uh,
2: yeah, it really is stupid, isn't it? It's not a good movie. I, <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember not like. it. I remember it. trying
0: um, to, we lived next to a cornfield in Wisconsin. And I remember trying to scare my sisters and I grabbed a, a sickle. Uh-huh. And I went outside the window and I tapped on it and I like walked by with just the sickle like showing. And they were like, Brad, get your ass inside.
2: <laughs> they weren't scared. Thinking of um, you know, Stephen King movies that I Maybe not so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of them. There's, there's a few. So, well, yes. wait a
0: second. We should preface and say it's not Stephen King's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, this one is because he directed it. Well, fuck. Uh, it's the only movie directed. <laughs> so when I was a kid, this is weird. I was actually thinking about this this morning and how strange this is. I really, really wanted to see Maximum Overdrive when it first <laughs> came out. And the weird part is that I looked at when that movie was released and it was I think July of 1986. 86. So I would have been five years old. What? Yeah and i really wanted to see it so i don't know if who's it was in it, that uh, Emilio weston i was going to say i don't know if it was a com- uh, like a commercial or a poster i just remember the just the, the main <laughs> truck like with the goblin yeah. uh, the green goblin face on it like for for whatever reason that really pulled me in and i wanted yeah. to see it obviously my parents would not let me see <laughs> that movie as a five year old i think we're going to take me to the movies to go see it um, so i literally for the first time ever Watched Maximum Overdrive a couple nights ago, and you loved and it. And what a <laughs> steaming pile of shit that movie is! It was just just isn't awful. It, isn't it's terrible. it? just
0: about uh, appliances that come to life? Yeah, yeah. And um, so, uh,
2: there's it, a UFO. Was
0: yeah, it, it wasn't a novel though. It was a screenplay. Like I don't think he
2: wrote a book about it. I, think I don't think so. A original but he, screenplay. yeah, and he directed the movie. Yeah, and um, he has a cameo in the very beginning of the movie. He uses an ATM, and the ATM so, says, "You are an asshole." Um, and then That's I read online that apparently Stephen King was coked out of his mind the entire time he was directing Ugh. the movie. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't
3: think he's very happy with it, too. Well, no, but why would he? Yeah.
2: That was a 32 year journey uh, for me to see it, and it just ended in heartbreak. Oh. It is a, an abysmal, <laughs> wow. awful, steamy shit movie. Don't, yeah. don't see it. Um, yeah. I think one of the worst Stephen King
0: movies I ever saw, and not Maximum Overdrive. Uh, Lawnmower Man. Lawnmower Man. Pierce was, Brosnan. Oh, God, that movie sucked. I saw that in a theater. <laughs>
2: you remember the effects? I remember, I remember that, the, the effects thinking, were really good at the time. Yeah, and right. I really wanted to see it, but my parents wouldn't let me see it. And yeah. when I finally did, I was like, yeah, this movie's terrible. I remember
0: thinking at the time, like,
1: virtual reality. This is the future. <laughs> this is the future. <laughs>
0: and here we are 30 years later, and I'm like, there's no fucking virtual reality. No. Yeah. Not like that.
2: Not yeah. like fucking Lawnmower Man. Yeah, now it's like put on a, a visor and yeah. it's and go on a roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> and collect some Pokemon. Yeah, yeah go to <laughs> some
3: of those virtual reality goggles at sharper Dumb. image. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you got a, you got a worst.
3: Uh no, I was gonna say maximum overdrive as well, but yeah, uh, yeah. There's
0: also sleepwalkers, sleepwalkers, which is the cat people, the mom and son who have sex together. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. Dreamcatcher, Dreamcatcher. Oh.
2: I only uh, saw it once and I, re, to read be honest, read it? I remember liking it, but this was a, like right when it came out. No, I yeah. saw it because I love I Jason. I to was watch it again.
3: 2003 and I remember watching it then too. I, I barely remember it, but I remember liking it as well.
0: I saw it because I really liked Jason Lee and he was in it and then I was like, this movie sucks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Alan and I are going to go back and watch it now yeah. and we're going to feel really stupid. Yeah, you we've are. We've committed <laughs> on, on the show that we liked the movie and we're like, oh, this movie's terrible.
3: Uh, Secret window. What'd you guys think?
2: uh that's the one with johnny depp yep. you stole my story mm-hmm. yeah and john
3: Turturro, right
2: yeah yeah john Turturro. i liked that movie it was creepy
3: i thought it was good
0: yeah.
2: yeah i really liked it but um i also find that movie doesn't have a whole lot of replay value once you've seen once it once you've seen i it, I, yeah. I saw it in the theater and i thought it was a really good movie and then i bought it and i watched it once and i was like yeah it's movie okay what yeah.
0: about uh room 1408 i had not seen i have it. not seen that one it was with john cusack and samuel oh. jackson
3: wait no you said john cusack i thought of something else
0: I believe it's called Room 1408 Is that the one where Or it's just called 1408
3: Is that the one where They all have the same birthday No That's a different
0: one That's not Stephen King That's not Stephen King That's Identity Identity Identity. That's That's a good movie (laughs) Ray Liotta's in that too We should Yeah Yeah, I might watch that tonight Yeah Ray Liotta Yeah John Cusack That was (laughs) a good movie Virginia Madsen and Mimi Rogers. I think both yeah. have a special. Wasn't Leslie Munch- Nielsen. Monster Munch- <laughs>
2: was in it as well. Leslie Nielsen was Munch- <laughs> dead. Um, there's like a weird. Uh, yeah. What if a there's a
0: movie sure. with Mimi Rogers, Virginia Madsen, Leslie Nielsen and Fred Gwynn?
2: The world would end. Like, <laughs> Well, if you have a- the rapture
0: would begin, <laughs> the rapture was a yeah. scary movie. <laughs> um, if you have a favorite Stephen King movie or a movie that creeps you out or any thoughts on Suspiria, you can
2: contact us. How can they contact us, David? Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at TheSwearWolves. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Facebook. We are TheSwearWolves. You can go to our website, www.TheSwearWolves.com. Uh, or you can email us directly at SwearWolvesPodcast at gmail.com. All right. And for the Swearwolves, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And Suspiria sucks. <laughs> we'll see you hey. next week. Hey, quick oh, shout out. yeah. Next week, we're going to talk about the uh, the new Halloween movie. So it comes out on Friday. We're going to see it Friday. We're going to sit down and talk about it Saturday. And by Monday, there will be an episode out uh, ready. And uh, we hope to like the movie. And <laughs> we look forward to giving you guys our honest uh, opinion about the movie. So stay tuned and uh, be sure to check in next week when we discuss yeah. Halloween. From the way it looks, uh, our
3: expectations are high. Yeah. So which means it's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum Overdrive <laughs> Part 2. <laughs>
2: All right, see you next week guys.